Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Sweeter as the Years Go By. In the Atlanta Journal, April 28, 1962, the following obituary appeared. William Campbell came back home to Rockmart to rest in the casket he had made for himself more than 18 years ago. He was buried beside his wife, Ruth, who died last May 22nd. William Thomas Campbell, 85, was a Rockmart business and civic leader for some 35 years before moving to Atlanta when his health began to fail. At an early age, he went into business for himself, owning and operating a lumber yard and construction business. He served the city council for a number of years. Illness limited his activities, but he maintained a cabinet shop in the basement of his residence, turning out pieces of furniture and other articles. It was there that he conceived the idea of building his own casket, 
A man of keen wit and good humor, Mr. Campbell explained to astonished relatives and friends that he had noticed that it takes a lot of money to come into the world and to leave it as well. And he wanted to be a little of expense as possible. He estimated that his own provision of a suitable coffin would save several hundred dollars. Obtaining the best western fur available, he used this in the construction of the box, as he called it. He cut it out from a pattern he drew himself and trimmed the outside in handsome polished nickel and silver. It required about three months to complete the job, and the finished product, except for the lining, was placed in storage. On a Wednesday night, after months of illness, the end came, and following his instructions, his funeral was held in Rockmart. This obituary reminds us of a certain character in the book of fiction about whom the author wrote, Bartley will have a fine coffin out of white boards and a deep grave, surely. What more can we want than that? No man at all can be living forever, and we must be satisfied. This may be the philosophy of many. What more can we want than a fine coffin and a deep grave? But the believer can want more and expect to have more, and he will have an eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen now as the McClellan family sings for us this beautiful song entitled, At Calvary. Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified. Knowing that it was for me, he died at Calvary. By God's word at last my sin I learned. Then I trembled at the law I'd spurned. Till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. There your mercy and your grace was real. There your pardon won't depart to me. There my burden so found liberty at Calvary. Now I've given Jesus everything. Now I gladly know Him. My King, now my wretched soul can only sing of Calvary. There your mercy and your grace was free, there your pardon multiplied to me. Calvary. 
salvation's plan. All the grace that brought it down to man. All the mighty God that God did span at Calvary. You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45, we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. The leaves are falling, and soon it will be time for the Ball Brothers concert here at the Altoona Bible Church. The concert will be on Saturday, December 14th at 6 p.m. There is no charge for tickets. However, a free will offering will be taken. Please join us for an evening of God-honoring music that will lift your spirits and help you focus on the true meaning of the Christmas season. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us on the piano this lovely song, He is Exalted.
there was a tragic incident to the participants of the 1936 Olympic Games. The German women were far in the lead of the women 400-meter relay race when the third runner passed the baton to the last runner. With a clear five-yard lead and the race as good as one, she dropped the baton. Pictures showed despair on the face of the last runner when she realized what had happened. Shortly after the games, a magazine published an article with the pictures in three languages. The English said they muffed the baton, but the French translated as they dropped the witness. The idea was that the runner who reached the tape had to have a baton as a witness that the full distance had been covered by each of the runners. And this is a great spiritual lesson. If the witness is lost, the race is lost. Here is the true meaning of the passage in 1 Corinthians 9.24. Knowing not that they which run the race run all, but one receives the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And then in 1 Corinthians 9.27, But I keep under my body, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. The word castaway means disapproved. The German girls had made the Olympic team and had the honor attendant upon their accomplishment. They were eligible to run the race. They lost the prize, however, by losing the witness. There were castaways from the medals. So it is in the Christian life. All who are saved are eligible to run the race, and no one can run the race until he is eligible through saving faith. All those who are received in the salvation of Christ will be in heaven, but not all will receive the prize. The girls who had lost the witness in the Olympic relay will forever regret their carelessness. The massive number in attendance in that great stadium saw them drop the witness. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 fits right in here. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with a great uh, cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is before us, looking into Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. The concern that the Apostle Paul showed over his Christian standing was with him unto the end. And then God let him see the prize was his. As he was about to die, he said, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. As you go through your life, remember that you too want to fight a good fight and finish your course by being a light in whatever corner of the world God sends you. Listen now as Larry Grable sings for us this beautiful song, His Love. God's love reached out to me one day on Calvary when I was lost in sin and shame. He pardoned all my sin and now he lives within. Oh, blessed love of God, so rich and
Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the Lord Jesus Christ seated versus the Lord Jesus Christ standing. Mark chapter 16, verse 19. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. The Lord Jesus Christ sat down on the right hand of God following his ascension on the 40th day after his resurrection. After Stephen's address to the Sanhedrin, he saw the Lord Jesus Christ standing on the right hand of God. Acts chapter 7 verse 55. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and he saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Later, the Apostle Paul states that the Lord Jesus Christ is once again seated on the right hand of God. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Is there any significance to the Lord Jesus Christ's position of being seated on the right hand of God, then standing on the right hand of God, and then later once again he was seated on the right hand of God? And the answer is absolutely there is a tremendous significance. Initially, the Lord Jesus Christ sat down on the right hand of God. This absolutely demonstrated the completeness of his sacrifice, the accomplished redemption through his shed blood. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, who being in the 
in being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, in upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11 and 12. And every priest standeth daily, ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered him one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. The Jewish priests in both the Old and New Testament stood and never sat down as they offered the same sacrifice for an atonement, a sin covering. In the tabernacle in the wilderness and then later in the Jewish temple in the holy place, there were three pieces of furniture, altar of incense, the table of showbread, and the golden candlesticks. In the holy of holies, there is just one piece of furniture, the mercy seat. In either the holy place or the holy of holies, there was not a chair for the priest or the high priest to sit down. They remained standing all the time as they carried out their priestly duties. The Lord Jesus Christ sat down signifying the completeness of his sacrifice for sin. What a biblical contrast between the Jewish priesthood under Aaron and the Lord Jesus Christ. Many sacrifices versus one sacrifice can never take away sin versus forever taking away sin. The priest stood daily versus the Lord Jesus Christ sat down. When Stephen sees the Lord Jesus Christ standing on the right hand of God in Acts 7.55, many people believe and teach that he was standing to receive the spirit of his soon-to-be martyred Stephen into heaven. Stephen, seeing the Lord Jesus Christ standing, hastened his stoning. The words about Stephen looking steadfastly into heaven are the same words used of the council, looking steadfastly on the face of Stephen, Acts 6.15, and the eleven apostles looking steadfastly to heaven at the ascension of Christ, Acts chapter 1, verse 10. The Lord Jesus Christ stood up, not because he was about to receive Stephen the martyr of heaven, but because judgment was about to fall on the unbelieving nation of Israel in the unbelieving world. Many times in the Psalms, the words arise are directed to God. Psalm number 9 verse 19. Arise, O Lord, and let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Psalm 110 verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Today in the dispensation of the grace of God, the Lord Jesus Christ is not standing, but he is seated on the right hand of God. He stood at the stoning of Stephen because judgment was about to fall upon the unbelieving nation of Israel and upon the unbelieving world. But then in mystery and in grace, he sat down on the right hand of God. The mystery is not the salvation of the Gentiles, but the mystery is Jews and Gentiles being joint heirs in the body of Christ. And this message was not made known by the Old Testament prophets, nor by the Lord Jesus Christ during his earthly ministry, not by the twelve apostles, only through the apostle Paul and the revelation of the mystery. 
and the dispensation of grace will not continue and go on forever. It will end through the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, the body of Christ, following the 70th week of Daniel, the tribulation period then. And once again, the Lord Jesus Christ will stand in accordance with the prophetic program and judgment will fall upon his enemies. There are three murders in the New Testament. John the Baptist, Lord Jesus Christ, and Stephen the deacon. The nation of Israel permitted the murder of John the Baptist. Concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, the nation of Israel demanded that he be crucified. And concerning Stephen, the nation of Israel committed the murder themselves. Oh, it's so important for us to look to and study the Word of God, to rightly, rightly divide the Word of truth, to see the Bible as God intended us to understand it and live it. Romans chapter 3 verse 28 says, Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Justification is achieved by faith only in the Lord Jesus Christ, not by any religious activity or the law. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior? If you've never trusted Him, trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late. And for us who are believers, we need to keep studying the Word of God. We need to rightly divide the Word of truth. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.